I am Tova Cito. And I am Janice Gant. And we believe our lives should be happy, healthy, and abundant. And that it is our job to get us there. Every week, we will have inspiring, educational, and fun conversations that will help you live your very best life. Welcome to The The Remedy. are ready to go okay hey everyone welcome to the very next episode of the remedy with tovacito and janice gant here we are it's been a while i am like i'm like homesick (laughs) me too me too and we're in a different home yes (laughs) we 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 are a little displaced poor kev do you want to give a do you want to give all of our listeners a little update of what oh, happened during... Oh, God. Yes. What are they calling it? Talaska? Delaska? <laughs> yeah. Delaska? Because <laughs> of the snowstorm. So, yes. Wait, what does the Delaska like, mean? Half Dallas, like Dallas, half, half Alaska. Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't heard this yet? No. I heard it in yoga the other day. They were like, good luck with... He said... Talaska. I thought he said Oh, Talaska. like Texas and Alaska. Yeah, okay. he was like, good luck with Talaska. I laughed. I laughed hard. So so why don't you give everybody a little update on your... Well, first of all, I don't want to woe is me. Everybody had a tough time during this storm. I don't I think your say. woe is me. No, um, it's just, it was a woe is me. It was it, a valid yeah. woe is yeah, me. Yeah, it really... Um, yeah. So yeah, I feel bad for complaining. Like the whole last week, like I missed out on a week of work, and you know we Complain were at home with away. no electricity and uh, no water and everything, and like everything's over. And I'm like, okay, it's all good. So I come in to check on the studio yesterday. Well, actually, somebody called me and said that something's making a noise like a beating drum coming from your office. I'm like, I don't know what that could be, but that isn't good. So <laughs> I immediately drove over here, and the noise was uh, water flooding through the walls and outlets was shorting out my mixing board uh. and causing that. So long story short. My whole main air studio uh, was flooded out, so I had to clear everything out and move into a different office at the same place, um, but that's that's pretty much it. It'll be all right. It was very shocking when I came in, though, and it's funny. The dude who, who called me, a guy who's a, you know, like a groundskeeper type guy here or whatever, I come in, walk through the door, and he goes, oh, good. You got here just in time, and I was like, great. I run in the studio. Everything's underwater. I'm like, how the fuck did I get here just in time? <laughs> <laughs> everything's ruined. What are you talking about? timing appropriate yes, how is that perfect timing <laughs> so that's pretty much it oh my gosh i wonder what he did mean by that i am curious well i think it was uh, maybe he was expecting the walls well, to crumble it, it or had something. like just started like it, that all happened within like a 20 minute period like because that faucet the pipe broke like flooded in so if we didn't know about it for a couple hours or a day i mean it could have flooded the whole oh my gosh this whole unit you know well so was it an outside faucet yes oh yeah and it even had one of the like the protective cover things yeah. on it but it broke and uh so when they turned the water back on yesterday it just started flooding yeah in my they house. said they said that once it started to defrost and pipes that were that were frozen like became unfrozen that like People think, oh, it's warm. It's warmer now. Right. We're out of the woods. I heard that that's when half of them start to burst because there's like this backlog. Yeah. Um, well, I heard and that I too. think too. I think that the that the ice then expands, and I think that the that then when it thaws out, I think there that's are it. Yes. Yes. In it. The freezes and expands yeah. and breaks it. Mm-hmm. And, I didn't even mm-hmm. think about that. Because there's no no give to it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it backs up and it gets frozen. And so it gets like a bigger, bigger ice cube. It's like an iceberg. <laughs> and I nobody really... ever plans for that. I mean, it doesn't really no. happen here, you know. No. no. Well, you know, we had, uh, Tom walked out our garage door. Well, he went downstairs about 530 and he heard water and he went in the back and the carpet at the very Right when you're walking from the garage, before you get to the house, there's some carpet and it was squishy, and so and water was gushing out of the walls. But it was in the garage, and so we were just really, really, really fortunate. And so he went out and 
and dug through the snow to find where you turn the water off, you know, and turned the water off. And then the guy that did our remodeling, he had his people out there for, you know, in like two hours. Oh, and they oh, fixed man. it. So, it was amazing. Yeah, that is. That's... The, the, our biggest issue was what we did is we, you know, we were worried about the water. We're afraid we were going to run out of water or the water mm-hmm. was going to get mm-hmm. contaminated because there were all sorts of boil water oh, yeah. things Big and time. all of that. I and heard so, the boil ban just lifted for UP. Yeah. Thank and we never had it at yeah, my house. At Highland Park didn't. And yeah. and the uh we didn't we also didn't have any rolling blackouts at our house because we're so close to the fire station and, and they, they couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So we really were fortunate. But well, our biggest concern we lo- I filled up every container <laughs> That could possibly hold water. You should we have seen my countertop. <laughs> yeah. We'd send a bottle after bottle and yeah. spilled it. And then then there was the toilet dilemma. <laughs> you know, because every time you went to the bathroom and you flushed it, then the toilet tank empties. And it takes a lot of water to it flush a toilet. It takes a lot of water to flush a toilet. Yeah. It so does. also we had a bucket. Tom had a bucket and he filled that up with water. So I'm sitting there thinking, what are we gonna do about the toilets and everything? Then I look outside and there's a swimming pool in my backyard. <laughs> and I'm oh. like, oh my gosh, we have water. Your so own reserve. We weren't going to drink it, but we could certainly flush it. Oh, yeah. yeah. So every time one of us went just to the bathroom, they just took the bucket. bucket, got the bucket filled up and poured it in the toilet. I said, we've got water, a swimming pool and snow. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is so lucky. I didn't even think about that. I, I know. I don't have a pool, but I know. gosh. I mean, it was a crazy week. Oh It was nuts. My I mean, gosh. we stayed at home. We went to my parents one night, but we wanted to stay at the apartment just in case anything happened, like a pipe broke and yeah, something was flooding. Yeah. And so we, we just had to weather the storm and be there. You know, it happened always at night the power was off, which was terrible because you don't have any light and it's freezing. But it's funny, we spent that whole time worried about the apartment and staying there and all that. And then yesterday I was like, shit, I didn't even think about the office. <laughs> 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 if I'd been here, there's nothing I could have done anyway, really. But. No. Oh, it, I know. It, there are so many people oh who my have gosh. so much damage, damage so many and, yeah. offices, so much money. Oh, I know. So much it. insurance stuff. So it's, many people displaced. So many people still without power. I never lost it because I'm by the Edgemere, which is a retirement community. Oh, yeah. So I'm on the Edgemere grid. Oh, that is awesome. Oh, nice. Kind of lucky. Yeah. Yes. I never knew this to one of my neighbors. I was like, why Why are we not having rolling blackouts yeah. like everybody else in the city? Yeah. And she's like, it's because we're on the Edgemere grid. Oh. I was like, well, hot damn. Nice. Well, never- you know, my poor ex-husband will sh- do a shout out to poor, <laughs> poor Kurt. His a part his condo flooded and his then his lake house at Horseshoe Bay flooded too. Oof. Both of his houses. No. Yeah. So he has no flood free sanctuary. No. <laughs> well he actually went to my son in law's house. <laughs> he was hanging out with Clayton. Oh. Which was really nice. But I mean, it was crazy. That is it so was crazy. Un- it was a crazy and it now was it's- fun for like a day and then Winter Wonderland turned into a winter hellhole. No, it was so cold. It was, I couldn't get it was warm. Like one degree. I know. Like what? It was like Chicago. <laughs> yes. Oh, that was so cold. And now, y- y'all, it's sixty-seven and sunny. Yeah, it's crazy. It got into the negatives some places. It's oh yeah. Sub-zero temps in Texas. I mean, that's yeah. unheard of. It's ridiculous. Well, so so Janice came up with this great idea. <laughs> That today we should talk about how to make a lemonade out of lemons. It's one of the oldest sayings in the book. Good, I need this. But but it's one of the best because it's a great visual, you know. You eat a lemon by itself, it's like, (laughs) but you drink a... Put a little sugar in it. (laughs) Yeah, put a little sugar in it. And it's it's, fine. It's and a little ice and you've got, it's the best. You've got lemonade. You've got Mm -hmm. lemonade. Um, so we're going to talk about that today, but before we do, we need to thank our awesome sponsor for this week, um, Sherilyn Williams. She's a local here in Dallas, and she so generously gave, um, contributed to to the remedy this week. Kevin lives. Kevin Kevin got a little bonus yesterday. <laughs> yes, thank you. 
<laughs> we, we were feeling sad. We were feeling Kevin sad. So Tova had the best idea. <laughs> well, Sherilyn gave Very ga- much Sherilyn gave more than than what Kevin Kevin charges for a week. And uh, so Sherilyn, you not only sponsored an episode, but you also bought him dinner and mm, a couple of six packs at least. Right? Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, she asked No, actually, me. more like a couple of 30-packs and, you know, a burger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you have if your you, If you went to In-N-Out, then you've, you've got beer for a month. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Sherilyn? I don't know oh, Sherilyn. Oh, my gosh. I wish I did, though. Oh, she is one of my very, very favorite people. I've known her for an extremely long time. She's absolutely beautiful. She's got two beautiful daughters. Mm. And she uh, is an artist. And she sent me a text and told me that when she's painting, she listens to the remedy. And she said, and then when it's over, she goes and rewinds it and listens to it twice in a row. And so she's so, so sweet. And one of the other things she requested was a picture of Kevin. I didn't tell you that, Kevin. <laughs> no, I mean, so I, I think people her, like Kevin more than us. I think they do too, but I that's okay. No, that's so. okay. That's okay. I'm not running for cheerleader anymore. <laughs> yeah, but we gave it, that up but a while she ago. did. She said, and I I want to see a picture of Kevin. So I sent her a picture, and she said he's really cute. Oh, thank you. Hopefully, it's a recent one with my new teeth. Your teeth look amazing. <laughs> Thanks, I do. I Let me that. see. Smile. Oh, yeah. I was just staring at them thinking how good they look. Oh, they thanks, Tove. Got those pearly whites yeah. shining bright. And I have to say, for losing your office, you are in great spirits. <laughs> thanks. You really are. Y- yeah. I mean, you got to be. There's no point in, you know, moping around. Yeah. Well, so you can pipe you in go. today. Yes. Do make pipe an, in. Make sure. lemonade out of lemons. Yeah. <laughs> My daughter was kind of complaining that she hasn't been hearing enough from you on our podcast. So. I've been hearing that. I have been hearing that as well too, but you've been. That's true. I didn't kind of in your head when we've come. You've been like. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's okay. You're out. It's funny. That's when I'm in my head when everything is like you know going pretty well, and this happens. I'm in a great mood. (laughs) (laughs) Seems a little backwards, but. Oh, that is what well, you're making lemonade. That's right. <laughs> well, maybe you should do this whole podcast. No, 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 no. But I'm happy to help. Oh, good, yeah, good, good. Pipe good. in. I will. Okay, so Janice, what what made you? I mean, I loved the idea, and yeah. and but I'm curious, what put this idea into your mind that we talk about this this week? Well, I was thinking about all of the people that had had some level of catastrophe during all of this, Mm -hmm. and then thinking about COVID, and we've just had one thing after another. I mean, a year ago, last October, was that terrible tornado, and we have really been in the desert for a while as far as some things that are so beyond our control, and I just had- really destructive. Could- be really destructive. Yeah. I mean, when you think about the the guy that came over to fix our house said that one of his customers called him and they had been out of town and they came home and their, all of their ceilings had fallen and the entire house was flooded. Ugh. And you can't, you know, that water damage is just horrific yeah, you lose pictures you lose pictures you lose old books and even the walls because the water goes the up the smell. walls and they have to have those people come out and blow fans in there i mean it and really it is smells devastating. so bad it smells terrible yeah and then you know they put holes in your wall and then you've got to let all of that dry so i just started thinking about how lemony the, our world has been and so what do we do with that And, you know, the saying, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. So what I thought would be kind of interesting for us to input some, some words that people can hold on to that can be the recipe for lemonade. I love it. When life is giving you a down air. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's what I thought. And so Tova and I've come up with some words and some thoughts on this, and we're just going to share them with y'all. Take what you like and leave the rest and... Let us know um, if, if you, you like love it this. and don't let us know if you hate it. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's how we make lemonade. It's called denial. <laughs> <laughs> Just living in my head. That's right. 
Yeah. But we may have to take a break halfway through for me to switch out my batteries because we're running on remote gear today. Okay. Oh, we are? Okay, we, well, we, we, we can know. do that. Let we can know. do that. Okay, we'll get started. <clears throat> okay, the first one thing that I wrote down was prayer. And mm. not about, not about, please make this stop. Please make not COVID a be- go Not away. a begging prayer. Not a begging prayer, mm-hmm. but just a claiming prayer of show me and guide me. Had a really interesting thing happen uh, along this line. I had I had spent days and weeks getting on every possible website for the for the vaccine for the COVID vaccine. I mean, Collin County, Tarrant County, from Denton to Tyler. I almost went to Amarillo one day to get because I knew that they had some. I mean, it was wow. it was I was getting crazy with it that's not and like never you. i well i wanted the freaking shot <laughs> and so finally one day two weeks ago monday i well two weeks ago today yes uh she, i came home about four o'clock and i was like okay god this is yours you mm-hmm. just take this mm-hmm. and because i am making myself nuts crazy Mm -hmm. so you just show me what to do that's so good three hours later i opened my email and i had a note from dallas county that i was on the list to get the shot so i went to the website got it on the following day at 4 50 went down to k bailey hutchinson convention center there were no lines i didn't even have to get out of my car it was in the parking lot uh, below the convention center. It was the most organized thing I have ever experienced. They had like, they you filled out a form, they checked you in, then you went down below, they gave you a little card, you got, there were like four or five lanes and probably six or seven tables of paramedics, you know, spaced out. And you they showed you one of those, on one of those lanes, a guy came to the window, looked at my card, I pulled up my sh- my sleeve and he gave me a shot and I went and then they took showed me to the place where that you waited for 15 minutes to see if you had a reaction from beginning to finish it was 30 minutes. That's unbelievable. It was amazing. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I, I mean, I really that. started to write an editorial I should because that was the most organized thing I have ever seen with you know, with so many people. And you know what's amazing about that, Janice? You know, you hear, you hear, that reminds me of all those stories of people who are like frantic to get pregnant. Yes. And yes. Yes. And they're like killing themselves and they're blah, blah, blah. And they're not drinking and they're, you know, and then they don't get pregnant, don't get pregnant. And they finally just like, and they're doing in vitro and they're spending all this money and they're crazy and they're driving their husband crazy. They're driving their friends crazy. And then they finally let go because they can't They can't make it, it happen. They can't make it happen. Yeah. And then the next month they're pregnant. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It was really crazy. That Isn't that is, funny? Yes. I was like, okay. Yes. Thank you, God. <laughs> yeah. When you, when you hand it over yeah. and remember that you're not in control. That's right. And you can't control it. Right. And you can hope for the best and yeah just let it and go just let it go yeah I thought it was really something so that was a really good example for me because I was really I had a, a lemony attitude about that because I just was like oh my gosh I've got to get it you know I love so, that you were on your way to Amarillo <laughs> <laughs> that was probably a little extreme well, I had a client that canceled her appointment that day. She said, I'm flying to Amarillo to get my COVID shot because my mother has Parkinson's and I'm her primary caregiver. So, and I know they have vaccines there. So she said, I'm leaving to get on a plane to go to Amarillo. And I said, well, maybe I'll meet you at the airport. <laughs> but then I was like, okay, then I'd have to go back to Amarillo for my second shot. It was, I didn't do it. <laughs> Anyway, so that's that's one of my first ingredients for it's a good lemonade. One. It's a good one. I, one of the ones that I wrote down that really goes along well with that is is faith. Yes, it's just keeping the faith and understanding um, that this 
this too shall pass. You know, I have a, I have a friend who um, is a very faithful, a very strong faith. Her name's Jenny Allen. She started the If Gathering, and she posted um, something this morning that just talking about like how discouraged she's been, how down she's been, how disappointed she's been. You know, she's struggling. Her kids are struggling. Uh, the if gathering isn't going to happen the way that it's always happened because of COVID. She doesn't have power. She her pipes burst. I mean, it's just been oh, like, bless her heart. And I read this this morning, um, and said so this is one of the first. This is why th- this was one of the first ones that I wrote down. But the thought that I sent to her today because I read it this morning, I thought, well, Jenny could use this. Was called obstacles and opposition. Oh, and the. <clears throat> The scripture, that the passage that is from Numbers, and it says, this was their report to Moses. We entered the land you sent us to explore, and it is indeed a bountiful country, a land flowing with milk and honey. Here's the kind of fruit it produces, but the people living here are powerful and their towns are large and fortified. So the thought says this, and it's short. It says, God told Moses to send out men to explore the land that he had designated for them. This would be a land flowing with provision. Moses sent out 12 men to get a look at the land that God commanded them to possess. The land was just as God described and better than they could have ever imagined. Yet they would encounter obstacles, enemies, and battles up ahead. 10 of the men lost their nerve because for them, the threat of battle eclipsed the promise of the blessing. Even though God had promised that this land would be theirs over and over again. The Lord had whispered in my ear, I'm not going to let you lose, but I have to let you fight. Every place of promise God calls us to possesses will come with opposition at times, but the blessing will always far outweigh the battle. And I, I, I liked that because you know, we're all headed to the promised land, whether it's, an obstacle that we're facing today and next week it's going to be over or we have cancer and next week we'll transition into the next life. I mean, we all, this life is very far from obstacles or opposition, but it is just a season. Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, we're displaced today. We're in a different office, but in a couple of weeks or in a month, we're going to be back. We'll and be back. The green yeah. screens will be up. We'll be back on video. And in the meantime, I'm here. You're here. Janice is here. Yeah. You know, we're all here. And we're still like, it's just a, it's just a blip. I love the word season. You know, it's just a season. And my mother used to say this too shall pass. I mean, that was her, one of her favorite things. Like when I lost cheer, head cheerleader, she was like, this too shall pass you know, the pain would pass. And mm-hmm. that's a that's part of it is remembering that that pain does pass. It does. And I think that, that the promised land is, at least in my perspective about that, is the ability to trust in the goodness of Absolutely. God, of myself, and yes. of others. Yes. Because people are good. Yes. They are intrinsically good good yes you know and so i just think that that's that's one thing that we can cling to that'll help put a little sugar on that bitter lemon yeah from time to time totally it 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 is covid's gonna go away oh yeah it's going yeah covid's on its way out yeah the mass will be gone our kids will go back to school sports will come back and you know it's a yeah and, and then you know what something else is gonna come yeah I don't know what it's gonna be but it's something else you know your everybody's pipes are gonna get fixed and and you know you're gonna get new floors yeah and a fresh paint job so yeah (laughs) it's not gonna be all that bad no no it's true it It really is true there is lemonade in the lemons yeah and it is just it is a season and and I have the insurance people coming tomorrow to look at the studio. I'm like, that's fast. That is fast. That is so fast. And that's, and that's blowing and going. (laughs) Well, that's (laughs) another thing. That's another thing about the goodness of people. I mean, you know, the guys that came out and fixed our stuff were there so fast and poor guys because they didn't speak any English. And because I'm, studying spanish i just stood there and talked to them and they just were shaking and they laughed their butts off when you walked in your house they're still talking about it did you hear how she said hola 
It's supposed to be hola. And she's like, hola. <laughs> Como estas? Como este hombres? <laughs> anyway. Oh, I bet they but, love I mean, you. But they were so, so, so kind and, and cared, you know. And I, I, I think that that's a lot of this is part of the part of the good news about totally. all of it. Totally. Well, another one that I had is acceptance. And I love Ooh, the term acceptance. And it, what I think of acceptance is it is what it is. Whatever's in front of you, whether it's a busted pipe or a breakup or someone that you love is very ill, it is what it is. And so mm. that is exactly how it is in that moment, but that moment will pass. And it will change. Mm-hmm. But the the ability, I resisted acceptance in, when I was younger. had a very difficult time with acceptance because I wanted to not believe that it was what it was in certain incidences. And, I, uh, I, I, and because I had such difficulty accepting, my very best friend was killed in a car wreck when I was like 22. And, um, Janice, I didn't know that. Oh, it was a terrible situation. And she was my college roommate. We used to oh. go, she and I played guitar together. We'd go sit out on oh. the hood of the car with our guitars and sing and play the guitar and drink beer. <laughs> and Janice, um, that is so sad. Oh, it was terrible. She was on her way. She was in dental school and she was on her way back to Lubbock and, she had a car trouble, so she pulled over, and these two guys stopped to help her. And one guy got between the two cars to jump the battery, and the other guy was behind the wheel. And a drunk driver, it was about at dusk, a drunk driver came and saw the lights on and hit Molly's car. And and with whatever happened at the time of the impact, she had bent down, her dog was there with her, and it hit her in the head and killed her. And the guy that were in between the cars lost both of his legs, but lived. And the guy oh. behind the wheel lived too. It was a terrible, terrible accident. That is like the worst. It was luck. It was horrible. Like that's and she so was so beautiful. And I mean, my very oh. best friend. And but and so for a while there, <clears throat> what I did in reaction to that was I was really, really, really mad at God. Mm. And and you know, it took me a long time to understand that it just it just happened. It is what it is. It was what it was. Mm. And it wasn't God. God no, didn't do it. He no. didn't pick Molly out for that. But no. I had a very difficult time with acceptance. I just wanted things to be different. Mm. And so acceptance is a difficult concept sometimes. It but it's the only way that we can get to the point of seeing some form of lemonade when in some sort of tragedy. You know, yeah. I there's I can't think of anything good about what happened to Molly. Yeah. You know, and at the same time for me there was ultimate good because it helped me value life yeah probably more than I would have oh, sure it if had, I hadn't had to have hadn't have lost my very best friend and friendships and how precious relationships. that is yeah so acceptance I think that that's an important recipe wow. ingredient god I never knew I mean what a what a hard age for you to have to learn that lesson. Yeah. You don't want to be learning acceptance at 22. No. You you expect to learn acceptance at at 75 when you've lost your husband who's 82. That's right. Like That's right. You, you can accept that. Yes. But accepting that your best friend died in a tragic, horrifying. Yes. Oh, I mean, that's tough. It was tough. But you know what? <clears throat> you are so right, Janice, that acceptance really is such it's such a simple word like just accept it and but it is so that is a very difficult thing to do it is a very difficult thing it's very difficult to accept things that don't make sense that cause an inordinate amount of pain right but you know what I I have to say when you were talking and you're talking about that I'm I'm thinking about Charlie and Melissa. Oh, I know you. And I, I thought about you when I wrote that down. I thought, "Oh, I know that this is what I can't I cannot wrap my brain around." But that. there but there was a day where I I had to accept. It was a day that I had to accept. I fought and fought and fought 
the fact that Charlie was going to die. You know, he was my first. And yes, so I, yes. I could not, I was like, we will fight. We will fight. We will find. And I did the same with Louisa. I, I, you know, we fought until we couldn't find. And then there's, there comes a time where the doctors look at you mm-hmm. and like, kind of like with that look, it's time to go home. Yes. And it's time to stop all the fighting. Yeah. And accept the reality of the situation. Mm-hmm. And that's a <clears throat> that's a very difficult because you nobody's likes quitters, you know? No. And nobody wants to quit. And no. yet acceptance is a beautiful part of the healing process. Yeah. Oh, it can't you can't heal without you acceptance. You cannot heal without no. and the people who stay stuck in the anger and, and the, the bitterness, bitterness yes are the ones who have not accepted that it is what it is and i think sometimes we think if i accept something then it means that it's okay and it's never okay no. it's not okay that molly was killed it's no. not okay that you lost two precious children it's not okay no but it is what it is and so your life you look at your life now as a result of being able to practice acceptance. I mean, you've had an incredible impact on an incredible number of people. And you've got three precious children. I mean, you, you had you not been able to accept, you would not be where you are today. Yeah, I've never thought of that word. And, and yet, it is a very <clears throat> powerful word. It's a very important word. And... Uh, and, and you're right, it has, we have to get to the place of acceptance or we're just going to be hanging on to yeah. anger, why, victimization, yes, <clears throat> bitterness, why me, not them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you, and there are people, I know people who have that attitude. Oh, heck yeah. They're just, and it does set you up for victimization and there's mm-hmm. no way, if you're a victim of one piece of life, you're going to create your own victimization in other places in your life too so it's really not something it's something we do for our for ourselves to set us free yeah totally won't Um, forget it mm -mm. but you're free from the burden of it yeah yeah it's really 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 good um one that i wrote that i feel like comes comes kind of along with this or seems to fit well in my mind is is guilty and let me let me kind of explain what I what I feel when I see that you know a lot of times uh you feel guilty because like with this silly snowstorm I feel guilty because my pipes didn't break I never lost heat my house is fine and and then like Kevin Kevin before we ever even started he says I shouldn't complain it could be so much worse you know it's like wherever we and then there's people people who've who've lost a whole lot more than their office and and they feel guilty they feel guilty because they're angry or they're mad or I shouldn't be so angry or I shouldn't be so upset like I'm displaced I'm uh, there's they're like guilt it doesn't matter where you fall we all feel it yes you know like yes whether you have power or you don't have power or you lost pipes or broke pipes or you lost your house or you lost your office. Like, we all feel guilty. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was funny yesterday. My dad said, you know, a lot of people right now have it a lot worse. And I'm like, I know. And he's like, that never made me feel any better when people yeah. tell me that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, it could be worse. But I, it's still yeah. terrible. It still sucks. Yes. You know, that's so interesting because I don't feel guilty. Uh, well, I actually don't feel a lot of guilt but i'm but i'm i do think that there are a lot of people who do there are a lot of people and they feel do. guilty because their house is fine or they feel guilty because their their pipes blew but it could be so much worse i just think and my whole point in writing this word down is like i don't think we need to feel bad no about wherever we are so kevin if you're bummed because you had to move your office and it was disheartening to see your keyboard all drenched. Like, I think that I don't think you have to feel bad about that. And if you're mad for a minute because it's going to take the plumbers two weeks to get in the uh, insurance adjusters and you've got to figure it and you're kind of upset about that. I think 
I mean, I don't think you should stay there. I think it's a season, da, 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 but I don't think you should feel bad no. because it's a little bit hard right now. You don't have to feel bad for feeling bad. Yes. No, can, no. And I think the thing that'll get you out of that guilt is gratitude, which is one of my words, you know, for the recipe is I can still be frustrated and angry mm-hmm. and be grateful. Totally. And then definitely. I, that the gratitude, if you're ever, I think if you're ever feeling guilty about having more than other people, just get grateful. Yes. Just list your gratitude. I used to, I think I've said this before, mm-hmm. when after I got my divorce and my husband, my ex-husband was a really good provider and so I ended up with some dinero and I remember sitting at the light on uh, the tollway in Northwest Highway and the homeless people were coming up to the window, you know, and wanted money and everything. And I, and I would feel guilty about me having what I had and them not having it. And I really had to work on that because I thought, you know, the reason why I have it and they don't have it is really none of my business. It's not right. my thing. That's their life. That's their issue. It's not yours to solve. It's not it's mine not yours to, to solve. Feel bad about. No, I can give them five dollars, or I can, if that's where I choose to give some money mm-hmm. or whatever. But it is okay to have abundance and to be okay with that. Totally. But a lot of people really they don't when they don't feel like they deserve it. They don't. That robs you of joy. Oh yeah. When I was younger, I found myself feeling guilty from time to time about having such a privileged upbringing. But just because other people didn't have it as good, you know, doesn't mean that I should feel bad for that. And Not at all. No. What matters is what you do with it, you know? Yes. Yeah, I totally agree. Yes. Yeah. So Even these days, I've caught myself doing that, though. About you do? Things. Yeah. But I, I, I've always just been, I think I've told you guys before, like, I hate feeling guilty, but I always feel guilty about things. Yes, I know this is a problem for you. You, We've talked about this. It's the worst emotion <clears throat> So, So you nature. feel guilty because you're successful and you're happy in that? Well, I, yeah, and I think a lot of that is because I grew up in such a good family, you know, and... Um, and I we, also think that you feel guilty when something hard happens and you're down about it. You feel like you shouldn't be down about it. Yes, like I shouldn't. Like, like I think, what right do I have to yes, be, you know? Like, but yeah. Because it's your human. So much worse. Exactly. You're human. So you're going to have that. You can be grateful and still be annoyed as heck. Yes. You know? Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's your what office I, blew up. Yeah. You don't have to feel bad because you feel bad. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't have to feel bad because your house didn't It could fun. always be like, worse, but it will get better and there will be bad things again. That's just how it's always going to be. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's a particularly bad season. Yes. It kind of goes back to that uh, comparison is the thief of joy. It is a form of... Oh, it's so true. It is a form of comparison. Like you're comparing whether your situation is worse or better and you're feeling guilty about that. You're comparing it and it's robbing you of your joy in that moment because you should either feel worse than you feel because you have it so good or you're feeling bad because you have it so bad. Just feel the feeling... And, and then be grateful. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. And then find the gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I... Guilt is such a waste. Oh, it's such a waste. It is such well, a waste. Well, guilt is valuable <clears throat> in that it shows us when we feel guilt, it's like the beep, 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 a warning sign that we've probably stepped out of our value system. And so guilt yes. itself is a valuable emotion. That's when it is valuable. But I think what we're really talking about is is shame mm-hmm. is feeling i don't deserve it but you do deserve the good because you are a child of god and because sure. you breathe the air and you i know? think some people deserve to feel guilt for certain things well well guilt is valuable you know if i to steal somebody's money and i feel guilty yeah, that's exactly. my body saying oh no 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 you stepped outside of your value system mm-hmm. you know and so but but the but the guilt for being human is is yeah and the guilt for the good throw that away there is no place for it there's no place for no. it no it's so funny there's a poster in here and for, i don't know where this poster it came, came from, from the it came from the meadows oh. i have that sheet of the emotions it was sitting behind and you. the I just, gifts but look at i just moved it over there too like, like guilt guilt is there's an arrow to values so we can feel guilty when we step outside of our value system 
But feeling guilty because you have more or you have less, that's a waste. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, that's actually shame. I think you yeah. don't feel like you deserve it. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, because I do kind of believe that I've been here before and I'm going to be coming back, <laughs> that, you know, sometimes if I look at somebody who has a lot, lot less than I do, then I think, you know, well, maybe, you know, the next time around they'll have more or whatever, but I, I just can't figure it all out. But what I can do is be mindful of what I do with my life and my money and all of that to where to try to help others, but still enjoy the gifts of it. Absolutely. Money is a fun, interesting thing because people really can get wadded up about having it and not having it. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Kevin's like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, money money makes people crazy. With, makes them weird. Yeah, it makes them weird with with the whole guilt thing. I don't ever feel bad if I have money and 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 if I don't have money, I don't ever. I don't. I don't. I just don't. Well, have, you I, you don't resent other people for having it because there's always going to be somebody that has more and always going to be somebody that has less. Yes. So. Who was it that you said that? that told you as long as they had five bucks in their wallet they were fine somebody you shared that one time oh i don't know i don't remember that oh you don't remember that no maybe it wasn't you i thought that that was you i thought some... no but i wish it was because i like that yeah as long as i have five bucks in my wallet i'm fine yeah <laughs> well that's that especially with the dollar menu at mcdonald's that's right it'll <laughs> even get you a starbucks Although those have been closed because of the boiling water I thing. I know. I couldn't find coffee the other day. It was driving me crazy. I know. <laughs> um, are you up or is it me? Uh, oh, I said guilty. So you're up. Okay. So uh, detachment. And, and, I, and I like this as far as part of the recipe is because we want to detach from what is going on and determine, are these my lemons? Am I... Am I feeling sourly because of these lemons and are they mine so mm. let's say if one of my daughters is going through something and i'm feeling uh and down about it or whatever those are not my lemons i can have compassion for her without sucking it in so determining what are your lemons and what are not other people's lemons without being cold-hearted Mm -hmm. You know, but you're not trying to, because if we, what I've experienced, if I don't detach from what, what the experiences are of the people that I love, then I feel like I have to get in there and rescue. And I don't always know what the right thing is. Right. You know, I don't need, I mean, that's really God's job. Absolutely. So, so let me ask you this, Janice, you're, you're, I, I love your point and I so agree with it, but I'm wondering for people who are listening who think, okay, how do I have compassion? Uh-huh. Because if one of my children is suffering, I want to have compassion. But how do I not, how do I have compassion? How do people have compassion without attachment? Okay. What is the difference? So I think that compassion, the word compassion means with love. So I can look at you in your pain and think, oh, I'm sorry for you that you're going through this right now. I hate this for you, but I don't suck it into my body. So I keep, that's yours. And I, what I will do is I'll put like a, um, you remember George Jetson? Did oh, you yeah. watch that? You know, the oh, yeah. shell that he would get in, he would get in that glass thing and it'd zip from place to place. That's what I visualize is that I have my shell and you have your shell and whatever is going through on with you is inside that shell and my shell is over here and so I can watch it and I can feel sad with you but I don't take it it's difficult and if somebody do. takes it what what does that look like well it's it if somebody takes it then they're going to try to control it or try to fix it uh, or try to do something and if one of my daughters it. let's say is going through something then and it doesn't mean that I don't feel I don't have feelings about it sure but it's not mine so that's when I put my T-Rex arm hand, arms on and I can't reach <laughs> it so I'm like oh I can't fix it you know I can love them I can support them I can say things to them like I don't know what you're going to do, but you'll figure it out. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll say I have an opinion, 
Do you, you know, want to hear it? Do you want to hear it? Can Last I buy you a margarita? <laughs> yeah. By the yeah. way, today's National Margarita Day. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> and yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, so it, it's interesting because what, what I will say to Blair sometimes, my daughter who's the yoga teacher, is I'll say, just breathe. And she gets she hates for me to say that. But it comes out of my mouth so naturally. I'm like, okay, I know, I know, I know. She said, I'm a yoga person. I breathe all the time. <laughs> and I'm like, I know, I know. But sometimes that's my way of stepping into their shell without being invited. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. not everybody wants my opinion. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't, you know, pretty much if I'm going to give my opinion, I'm going to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> smart girl yeah because then if they really if they're willing to pay for it then i give it to them then they can take what they like and leave the rest if they want to they can drop it or or take it but i'm not infringing upon other piece other people's process it's very difficult to do i practice i have to practice it all the time and when your kids so when you have young kids and they need your help and Mm -hmm. you need to be more involved you need to infringe more than you would as, with an adult child when should that when should that end as a parent should should we be more hands-off when they turn 18 should we be more hands-off when they're off our payroll that's what I think I think it's once they're off the payroll mm-hmm. that's when I try to get step out of their shell or their yep. glass jar with them yep. You know, because they, my job of being uh, a, a parenting, I'm still their mom, but the mm-hmm. job of active parenting is no longer mine. Mm-hmm. And they have a God and it is not me. Mm-hmm. And I don't always know what's best for them. Yeah. You know, and I will give them my opinion if they, if they want to hear it. Mm-hmm. But I am pretty careful about it because a lot of times they really don't. Yeah. I feel like I'm already stepping into that with my kids. I'll bet, yeah. Well, they're, a lot of their values are already established. Oh, yeah. They're and 17, they're, 17 and almost. And they're going to go to college. 16. And they're kind of over me, like, figuring it out for them. They really don't want, my, like, sometimes they want my help. Sometimes they want my opinion. But I really have let go, let God yeah. with them. So they're at smart. that point when they really want it, they'll ask for it. Yeah. Yeah. And if... They're not asking for it. They don't. You're not want trying it. to force it. Yeah. Yeah. That I really have, and I'm I'm good with good with that. I mean, I can't believe I'm saying that because there was a time where I thought I had to fix and control everything. <clears throat> you know, you helped me a lot with that with my divorce, Janice, uh-huh. because when I've I have learned about myself that the more out of control my life is, yeah. the more control. I, I mean, even there was a time I came in to talk to you. I'm sure you don't remember this, but I was like such a nut I was like I have a cleaning problem right now like I (laughs) and it was when I was getting divorced I was like (laughs) like I'm starting to lose it if my counters aren't wiped down perfectly like everything had to be just so but it was because it was kind of like having an eating disorder you know I've never had an eating disorder but I imagine that that's what it's like I can't control anything in my life so I'm gonna I'm gonna micromanage every calorie that goes in my mouth it gives you the illusion that you do have some control yes yeah Yeah. and I think the hard part about that the special heart especially what is especially difficult is when your children are in pain when they are hurting yeah it is And that detachment from that is very difficult yeah in fact, a couple of weeks ago, my daughter Anna Prin was just she just kind of had a meltdown, and I'm, I'm, oh. I'm just saying. I mean, she would never mind me saying stuff, but you know, she's just. I think she's over COVID. Mm-hmm. She's been quarantined a lot because she's on the basketball team, and so if God forbid they play someone who has, you know, they're quarantined again. Here, we're, we're oh. I'm home for another two weeks. I'm home for another two weeks, and I. I you know, socially, it's just been difficult, and their life is so far from normal. And she's yeah. just such a creature of, and she needs structure, and she needs to go to school, and she needs practice, and she needs her friends, and 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 so when that has been limited over and over again, it's just wearing on her, yeah. and it has been really difficult to to love on her. And 
and treat her with a lot more TLC, give her some tough love too. Like everybody's in this and you know, got your big girl pants on and da da da. But like, she doesn't always want to hear what I yeah. think. Yeah. And it's, it is tricky. It is tricky. With the people that you love. It's a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. And as your kids get older. Yeah. And I can't even imagine what it's like with adult children. Yeah. Especially when you're looking at something, and I'm not saying this is you, but when anybody, anybody who's listening has adult children, and it's so obvious that what they could do different to make their life easier and they're not doing it. You just got to yeah. gotta keep your mouth quiet. Yeah. Unless they ask for it. You do. You do. It's <sighs> a good one. Well. Um, so I, oh, control was one of mine. So we oh, kinda, yeah. Kind of nailed that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the next one on my list, and I only have two more, is, uh, and I guess these two sort of go together. Um, maybe not. I'll I'll just do the first one is attitude. Oh, yes. I, I feel like so much of, of our mindset and our, um, our, our mood and our capacity has to do with our attitude. Yeah. That's our thinking. Mm -hmm. And we are in control of it. We are. We are in total control of it. And we, and, and it, it does kind of go, the next one I have is perspective. Yes. And yes. These two kind of go hand in hand because I think that when we change our perspective, our, we change our attitude. I think so too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so it's, you know, it's so easy to, to in the midst of difficulties when, when you're sucking on that lemon to only think about how sour the lemon is. Yes. Um, but if you, if you take that same lemon and you cut two more slices and you put it in a glass of water and you add some sugar, it's, it's a different, it's the same lemon, different perspective. That's right. And, and drinking that will change your attitude. And so same with life. I mean, it, it really is all about how we look at it, how we see it, and then our attitude towards it. And I think you, to your point earlier, gratitude is a big part of it. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think that when we stop looking at what we don't have or how unfair it is or how we've been cheated or why me, I mean, those are just, that, that's just a waste. Well, and some of those thoughts like that or I read in one of my devotional books this morning uh Emmett Fox was talking about quarantining those thoughts mm-hmm. it's so interesting because that book was written in the 40s and I was thinking that's so appropriate for this time <laughs> because we all know what quarantine really yeah. means yeah. and if we can put those those thoughts or those negative attitudes then put it in quarantine give yeah. it a so I think you honor it mm-hmm. Look at it, accept it, be okay with not being zippity doodah all the time, totally. and then put that in grad- into the quarantine. Oh, That's a great word, yeah. isn't it? Isn't it? Quarantine that thought. Just put that in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've been. Do- I'm going to do these last ones really quickly. Then. Yeah. Is that all right? Perfect. I don't know how, how long we've we, been doing it. Where are we it. at, Kev? Have we lost battery yet? Nope. You're just about at an hour, so. Oh, oh okay, cool. Good All right. Time flies. Uh, I, doesn't it? God. Um, so another one of mine was intention. What is it that I want? Mm. How do I really want this to look? And mm. being mindful of the intention around it. So when, when you and I talk about what we're going to do in the podcast, you know, and we look at our intentions, I think our intentions are to give people some information that's valuable, to give them hope, Mm -hmm. to give them encouragement, to give them laughter, Mm -hmm. and to just help their overall being to be better. Yeah. And so I think there are intention. I I love intentions. I do too. Because that kind of puts you on the path of what you want to have happen. Absolutely. If you want a good relationship or if your intention is to have joy or your intention is abundance or whatever that is. Mm -hmm. So I think that's an important ingredient. 
Um, Can I say something yes. real quick about that? Yes. I think it's also really important to consider and remember other people's intentions. Absolutely. Because as good as our intentions are as people, like I believe that every single interaction, every single thing I do, my intention is a good, I have good intentions. Right. I don't always have a positive impact. Right. <laughs> right. You know, some of my intentions don't always have positive impacts on the people who are on the other side of me. Like somebody might be listening to this podcast and even though our intention was to create joy and hope and, and, and fun and they might think this is the stupidest thing they've ever heard. Right. Well, right. But so I think it's really important as people that we, we give other people the benefit of the doubt with their intention. Yeah. And I think that, I think that when I think of intention, I look at it as more a pathway that I am setting for my life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, how I want that to look and Mm -hmm. then other people's pathways are theirs. Totally. So I try to keep my, I love the saying, you know, row your own, I mean, hoe your own row. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. rather if I'm hoeing my row, Mm -hmm. but if I look over at your row and I think, oh, I need to hoe some weeds out of that and take care of that and try to get it better for you, then I'm, I'm losing that, that focus for my own intention. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a good point. Yes. Well, I just think that, you know, a lot of times we can, I think that most people's intentions are good, even if they're not intentionally being intentional. Right. (laughs) Right. I do think that as humans, it's we're, uh, most of our intentions are good. And yeah. so, I don't know, that it just came to my mind. I I know where you went with it was a little bit different, but it did come yeah. to my mind. Like, yeah. I think most people's intentions, most people, I think, have pretty good intentions. Yeah, I think they want what's good. Uh, my other one is, well, I have two more. One is non-resistance. And so it's, and that's part of it is what it is, which is acceptance, but we don't resist the feelings. We don't resist the circumstances. We look at them. And then the last one is we take action, get into gratitude and take action. So, cause a lot of times the denial, we'll want to deny what's happening or deny what we're experiencing or what we want or any of those things. And that resistance cause, causes persistence and so of the negative. And so the non-resistance, non-resistance by leaning into it and then take action. I love take action because yeah. that's a really difficult thing to do mm-hmm. when you're knee deep in the lemons. It is. It is. But once you get moving... Yes. That's gonna make. That's gonna bring yes. the sweetness to the experience. Totally. Once you call that contractor, once yep. you get out of bed, once get you out of do bed. Your workout, once you, yes, yes, yep. yep. Then I you're told, in motion. I told that to Anna Pryn when she was struggling. I said, "Baby, you know what?" And she was like, "I just don't know what to do, Mom. I just don't know what." And I said, "Sure, you do." Yeah. And I said, "Do you want? Do you want me to tell you what I think?" And she was like, "Yeah." And I said, "I think you just kick ass." Yeah. Get moving. I think you wake up and whatever you are doing that day, you kick ass. I know you hate Zoom school, but you know what? You can kick ass at it. Yeah. And then when you have practice, you kick ass at practice. And if you have friends over, you be a kick ass friend. Like just whatever. It sounds so simple, but really, it really, uh, it's a snowball. Oh, it is. It's a momentum gatherer. Yes. And it will make a gigantic difference. Yes. And I would say really exercise. Yeah. And, you know, one thing that I started at the beginning of the year that has made a huge difference to me is meditating, too. Yeah, it makes a big difference. It really makes a big difference. Like creating headspace, creating like just doing little things for yourself to that create that momentum and give you this self-confidence yes i i love action that's a yeah. really it gets you out of victimization yeah it totally does because you sit around and you complain or you gripe around some about something or you're judging i read the other day that there was a saying that says when we're judging others we're not loving them mm. which was poignant to me because I was having some attitude problems 
No, you don't. <laughs> yes, every now and then I do. And uh, but I but it really it really does make a difference. You know, to take action. Yeah. Quarantine those thoughts. Yeah. Shut your mouth. Yeah. Whatever whatever it is, but go outside, especially right now. Yeah. You know, now that the storm has passed, to kind yeah. of be filled up with optimism. And when we look at the, I mean, looking out this window, it's just a spectacular day. It is. Did you walk here? Yes. Good. Yes. I love it. Yeah. Get outside. Yeah. Enjoy that sunshine. Yeah. Vitamin D makes a big difference. It does. I'm going to go rollerblading when I get home. You are? are? Mm-hmm. Where do you rollerblade? Just around my neighborhood. That's adorable, Around my apartment. Kev. Yeah, I got them ha- for Christmas. Do so. you wear a helmet? No. Oh. I know I should, but... <laughs> Look at me. Because I'm oh, accident prone. Grandmother. <laughs> but, I, know. I will, though. I just need to get some pads. He does not want to mess up that do. No. Yeah. I just need to get some. You're cute little noggin. You can't fall. <laughs> I ain't busting my teeth out. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Your mom. Oh, you better. You better. I don't have any insurance on that. <laughs> you better insure those pearly whites. You know what? That's because, a good point. Yeah. How do you do Can that? Can you do that? I don't oh. know. Well, people insure their hands. Like pianist. Really? Jennifer Surgeons? Lopez insured her butt. That's a true story. Jennifer Lopez mm-hmm. insured her butt? Oh, mm-hmm. so what was I. she afraid was going to happen? I don't know. It's going to fall off. <laughs> you insured Yeah, yours. me too. <laughs> Why don't you believe me, Kevin? Because <laughs> nobody would do that except for a ridiculous celebrity. If I tried to insure mm. my booty... First of all, it'd be really cheap. Yeah, I was going to say, my policy would be very affordable. Because <laughs> nobody would ever, yeah, who, you know. <laughs> you can have some of mine. I have plenty to go around. Oh, gosh. So if something happens to her butt, she gets money? I guess. I'll look it up and send it to you. This was like a really old story. but. Well, that's, I mean, that's pianists and, and surgeons can insure their hands. Yeah, that so makes sense. So then they'll get some payment if like God something happened. they got in an yeah. accident or. Yeah. I think that's right. I maybe I might be making that up. Can oh, we you know. can we get insured for our mouths? <laughs> you so. and I definitely need to be insured for our mouths. <laughs> Yesterday when Blair came to pick me up, we were going to Mikosina and I got in the car and I said, Hey doll and whoever was on her speakerphone was like, Hey doll <laughs> I said, Do I sound like that? And Blair goes, Mm I said, oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh well this was so fun it was great it was a yeah. good one i needed it me too, me too. oh I mention love about the kev all about uh, Kevin. yes okay so next Sounds great. next week yes next week yes um we are going to do an episode that was actually sponsored by your precious daughter blair and modern and, and modern and her, soul Susie. yeah and, her yeah. her company she has a awesome company called modern soul if you've never looked at i i mean her little dresses are my go-to's they're, they're amazing it's shopmodernsoul.com yes yeah, shopmodernsoul.com she's going to give a discount yes. to all of our listeners um but she specifically kevin sponsored an episode that where she, the, all of our so all of our <laughs> listeners can learn all about Kevin. I feel like I'm going to bore your listeners today. No I'll way. do it if y'all want. So, you don't know player, what so. you don't know what Janice and I are going to ask. I will answer yes. anything. And so. and anything we want to we want to put that out into the the world. Yeah. That if you have something that you want us to ask Kevin. <laughs> Then then go uh, go to my Instagram. Okay, go to, go to Toby's. Go to Be The Remedies. Go to our Instagram, Be The Remedies, okay. and direct message us and just send us any questions that Anything. you... Anything. Oh, I've always had an open be, book policy when it comes to... This could be our first radio rated podcasting, R. podcasting, whatever. This could be our first rated R episode. <laughs> rated it could be rated R. X. If you're squeamy with R, then <laughs> you, you can skip a week. <laughs> But it, it's going to be good. <laughs> I do love that you are such an open book. That Me you too. Say anything. Yeah, I think that's why people love you, Kev. I think they you do. guys are like that too. Oh, I probably Pretty hold open. a few things close. Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I have a lot of years. <laughs> I probably should. But. No, no. I think it's an amazing balance. So, okay. So uh, next weekend or next week is... All about so Kevin. So next Monday. Yeah, next Monday. All right. So any questions, anything you'd like to know, anything you'd like to know about his life, his marriage, 
his career. Past anything. Ooh, past. Yeah. I would mm-hmm. never put that out there. <laughs> Body type, hair color. <laughs> That's Shoe an easy shot. one. Shoe <laughs> size. <laughs> Those are easy ones. Yeah. Oh, and it, gosh. It'll be really, really fun. It'll be fun. So direct message, direct message us questions. My shoe size will be shocking just because I have such a slight frame. So that'll be a good what one. What is it? 11? 13. 13? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. always been embarrassed by that. I have such enormous hands and feet. Like, it just you stands do. out. Oh, very large hands. hands are gigantic. <laughs> what in the world? Like, so, yeah, it just looks weird. I have like clown hands and feet. You but. do have very long Those fingers. fingers yeah. are <laughs> massive. And how tall Look. are you, Kev? Just Six to give... feet. And oh. how much do you weigh? You're a skinny boy. 160. Did you play basketball? Because no, I was I a swimmer. I you could man. Well, I got. Well, he had his own some... fins. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it worked really well. Isn't there some sort of saying about the size of a man's hands with the correlation of something else? I never heard of that. <laughs> feet. Same with his feet. Probably urban man. <laughs> oh well, that's this that is gonna be a weird episode. Keep coming. <laughs> Just a little preview to next Just week. Just a little something, something <laughs> to get you here next week. I'll be here. It'll be fun. <laughs> it, it will I'll be fun. I'll enjoy it. It'll, it'll be, be really fun. So thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We, thanks, sweet Sherilyn, again. Yes. Thank, thank you, you for Sherilyn. our sponsor this week. And we hope that this just gives you a little hop in your step that you might need. And it turns your week around. And, and that you know that a, another, another day is coming. And it's going to be a good one. It is. It is. Thanks for listening. Y'all have a great day. Bye. Week.